I know that all of us are focused on what's going on in Ukraine right now. Uh, it's a terrible situation, and we have many friends and co-workers of Jewish Voice in Ukraine right now, uh, Ukrainian Jewish believers that are really suffering. I wanted to report that Jewish Voice is already partnering with trusted ministries in Ukraine, also in Moldova, Romania, and Poland, to provide shelter and relief in Jesus' name to Ukrainians that are fleeing for safety. This is probably the greatest humanitarian catastrophe since the Second World War, and Jewish Voice plans to provide as much comfort and aid as the Lord enables us to do. We continue to work with our partners on the ground to provide for the escalating numbers of refugees. I want to ask you to continue to join us in prayer and give as the Lord enables you to help during these difficult times. We really do care. We are involved, and we ask you to get involved with us. God bless you. Can God change your life in the next 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. Join me for Jewish Voice, and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Now you may have seen one of these displayed on a shelf or perhaps you've heard one blown, but do you know the significance of the shofar? That's what we're going to be discussing today. Ezra, thank you for joining me again. Great to be here, Jonathan. On a really important topic because there is a lot of misunderstanding and confusion about the shofar. That's right. And so many of our, of our viewers join us because they're trying to understand what's called the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith, right? What's the Old Testament context that informs your New Testament faith in Jesus, who said, I've come for the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and that he's the savior of the world. And Jonathan, this is quintessentially one of the things perhaps that our audience might think of when they think of Messianic Judaism, Jewish believers in Jesus, or the Hebrew roots of their faith, right? There's the Star of David, that six-pointed uh, star, and there's the idea of the Lion of the tribe of Judah maybe comes to mind, but also, almost every time, a shofar. But I think we need to be careful to understand where does, this, where does the shofar, the ram's horn, come from in Scripture, and how is it used in Israel, and what would be the appropriate use in a Jesus-believing community of a shofar? Yeah, because there's things that, th this, this is more than just, this happens to be a kudu, by the way, from Africa, kudu and then they're kudu right. animal, and then they're sent to Israel for mm -hmm. fashioning. This is something that is holy, that God has set apart for specific purposes at specific times, and I'll tell you what it's not. It's not something that we're supposed to blow during the, the message at a local church. Because we something. like what the preacher's yeah. saying. Or we think that somehow we're urging him on with the blowing of the shofar. Sure. I know that may cut against the grain for some of you, but that this is a holy vessel with very specific purposes. So as we're back to you on the shofar. Sure. Well, Jonathan, I think the best thing we can do for our audience today is really to dig into the scriptures because the shofar... Yes. The ram's horn is a scriptural instrument, and it's distinguished from any other kind of instrument, like David's, you know, harp and lyre, or, you know, we see mention a couple other times in, in the scriptures, Jonathan, of a silver trumpet. God commanded the children of Israel to actually form these hammered silver trumpets that they would blow as uh, the 12 tribes 
moved the camp, you know, when the well, cloud well, talk, by day talk moved. Talk about that because most translations simply say trumpet. Right, and that's the problem, and that's part of what we want to encourage you to do here to deepen your faith walk is to look into the Hebrew words being used. The English we have is a great and a very accurate translation, but I think something's lost if we don't understand the Hebrew words. And there's a certain Hebrew word, it's, it's difficult for me to say actually, native Israelis can do a great job with it for that silver trumpet, but what we're spending our time today talking about is the specific Hebrew word, not an English word, Hebrew word, shofar. And a shofar is specifically the horn of an animal, usually a ram, hollowed out to be a monotonal instrument, meaning the only way you can make a different pitch is if you change the way you're blowing into it. Yeah, this one's very special, which has been adopted by the Sephardic, the kudu which is uh, the Mediterranean Jewish community. This is the Mediterranean Jewish community, and they get really long, but these are really, it's an impressive sound, and when you see the movies and they're playing the really long shofarot, this is... Right. Jonathan, let me share from Exodus 19, actually. Maybe you're wondering at home, well, where do we see the shofar show up? Uh, Well, it's right here in Exodus 19, and this is... Uh, the, the heading in, in, in the Bible I'm using here today says the appearance of God at Sinai. So Israel's gathered, you know, we've come out of Egypt, we've been delivered from slavery into freedom, and God's delivering his law to the children of Israel. And we understand the way that this happens is Moses goes up on this mountain that's literally engulfed in flames, right? This, this physical manifestation of the glory of God. Okay, so Moses is up on the mountain and the children of Israel are waiting yeah, we'll at the bottom. we'll put this up, so this is we really will. important. This is Exodus 19, verse 16, okay? And it says, in the morning of the third day, there was thundering and lightning, a thick cloud on the mountain, and the blast of an exceedingly loud trumpet. But in Hebrew, it's an exceedingly loud shofar. And this is the first time we see the word. But what's interesting here, Jonathan, is this isn't a shofar that Moses was playing, and it's not a shofar that the children of Israel are playing. It's the sound of a shofar from heaven. This is literally a manifestation of the glory and the voice of God to Moses and Israel is the sound, the blast of a shofar. So Ezra, we know that there is an ark in heaven. There's an ark of the covenant that's actually... Uh, given by instruction right. to reproduce right. on earth. Right. The shofar is very much the same idea, that we, we see a heavenly shofar, heavenly shofar blast. That's right. That's right. And then we're told to blow this ram's horn at specific right. times of the year. That's right. So there's a heavenly connection here. I want you to all see that. There's a heavenly connection. The other thing that's amazing, and I want you to read on, sure. is this is the first Pentecost. This is Shavuot. This is the children of Israel experiencing the first outpouring that later is, happens again in Acts chapter 2. The way that God manifests himself to Israel on that Shavuot is the giving of the law. Is duplicated with the giving of the Spirit. But right. the same, if you look, it's the same thing. There's a mighty sound from heaven. That's right. There's a shaking, there's smoke, there's fire. Right. So Go listen on. to this, Exodus 19:19, 19, 19, an easy verse to remember. When the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him with a thunderous sound. It says in the Hebrew, with his voice. Ah, With his voice. Now, we as believers in Jesus, 
uh, many of us just are so dependent on the Holy Spirit, right? And we're going, yeah, I hear the voice of the Lord every day. But this was a people who understood God to be a fearful thing. This is, this is God manifesting himself in fire and smoke on the top of a mountain and the sound of this loud horn. But it says the culmination of the sound of the shofar was that Moses heard the voice of God the very voice of God himself. It's an incredible thing. It, it, it is incredible. And that this connection between the, 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 the sound of the shofar right. and God's voice being heard That's is right. amazing. That's right. And it's repeated in Acts chapter 2. It is. There's another verse I want to mention, Joel 2.1. Mm. And you know it, but maybe you don't know it says shofar. Joel says, sound the trumpet, sound the alarm in Zion. Right? Raise an alarm on my holy hill because the day of the Lord has come. Joel was seeing a day that we know is yet to come, a day in the future when God would judge the nations. And it says, in that day, hear the alarm, hear the sound of a shofar. Why is that important for you? Because we need to be attuned to the voice of the Lord. What is God doing? What is he speaking in our generation? What is he telling us about the days to come? Jonathan, that's manifested through a shofar. Absolutely, and I'm, think, I'm thinking of the scripture that exhorts us, especially in the last days, awake, you who slumber, yeah. that we should need to have ears to hear and eyes to see. I think this is a great reminder that's right. to all of us that the, the day of the Lord is at hand and to be ready to be ready. Uh, we want to get this into your hands. That's right. Ezra, this week we're focusing on the shofar. Right. And getting shofars to people. And, and you may be saying at home, I don't know how to blow a shofar. That's not really the point. The point is, you know, in so many Jewish homes around the world, we have a shofar. Because even if it's silent, even if it's sitting there in our living room, in the view of our children, in the view of the generations in our household, it's a reminder that God's saying, wake up and keep your ears attuned to what I'm saying because I'm still speaking. Yeah, we have it on our mantle. It's a reminder to us. And there's a, we're also uh, offering a resource right. this week, right, that, yeah. that gives more explanation. Jonathan, this is called, obviously, the, the Shofar, and it's an instructional guide. It makes it super easy to understand, again, what we've been talking about today. What is the Shofar? How is it used historically in Israel? What's its prophetic significance today? And then very practically, how to blow it. If you want to try to learn to blow a Shofar, written by a Messianic rabbi, a friend of this ministry, super practical yeah. guide. We want to get into your hands with the Shofar. Rabbi Harlan today. Picker is has such a deep understanding of the shofar and so we're we're offering this along with the shofar and encouraging you to get involved in Jewish voice this, these are resources we want to sow into your life is our way of saying thank you for sowing into this ministry you know every dollar you give will change the lives of Jewish people will transform them as they hear the gospel so please pick up the phone log on now and get involved in Jewish voice Here's how. The Bible describes the shofar as the trumpet of the Lord, and its sound could be a warning as well as a wake-up call to all who believe in the soon return of the Messiah. For your one-time gift today of $40 or more in support of Jewish Voice, we want to provide you with your very own ram's horn shofar, direct from Israel. Did you know that the shofar is mentioned 72 times in the Bible? It's recognized in scripture as an important instrument that created faith and victory through its powerful sound. Along with your shofar, we will include this informative book, The Shofar, The First Instrument of God's Voice. You'll discover the biblical and historical background of this fascinating instrument and its spiritual significance in worship. 
Jonathan wants to get this show far and book into your hands right away as you help us share the gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope. Again, you'll receive the Ram's Horn Shofar and the companion book for your one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jewish Voice needs your help right now as we continue to touch the lives of communities in desperate need of help and in need of the gospel. For your generous gift of $300, we'll upgrade your shofar to this full-size Kudu Shofar. It's beautifully crafted and polished and is ready for you to produce the sound of the Lord in your own home. Make sure to request the shofar package as you support Jewish voice outreaches around the world with a gift of $300. Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or you can simply text JVMI to 474747. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are excited to get a shofar into your hands, and we're so thankful for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. It's not hard to do. We're talking about the shofar today. Uh, this is a heavenly instrument, and it's powerful, and it's a reminder that the day of the Lord is at hand. Yeah. Before we continue the discussion, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to all of you who support this ministry. We honestly could not do what we do without you. Your support is making a difference in the lives of Jewish people and their neighbors around the world in some of the remotest places in the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We are so grateful, as we're, we're so grateful. We are, we truly couldn't do it without you. Jonathan, we promised our, our viewers today uh, some information on when to use the shofar and when not to, but to, to kind of put that in a Bible verse package rather than just people taking it from you and me, Jonathan, I wanna share a couple other passages. Yeah, I just wanna say in the same way that a, that a Torah is sacred to yeah the Jewish people, so was it so was it a shofar. That's right. And it's it's not appropriate to be uh, taking with you to church and blowing during the message. That's just not appropriate and we're, we just want to be clear about that, but there are some appropriate uses. There are and w we use this language a lot, Jonathan. For Israel, it's an obligation. For believers from all the nations of the earth, including you watching today, there's an invitation. Are you earning something with God through blowing a shofar? No. But are you drawing close to him and stepping into the blessing of, of remembering that our ears are to be attuned to hear his voice? Absolutely. Jonathan, there's a few passages I want to share in Leviticus. And so much of, of Leviticus is God instructing the children of Israel, this is how you're to be a set-apart people to me. Yeah, by the way, I know you bypass Leviticus a lot. Your pages might be stuck together. Listen to this. There's stuff in Leviticus that's really worth understanding. That's right. Because it has spiritual significance to every believer in 
the Messiah. That's right. You Go know, ahead. Jonathan, around September, October, depending on how the Jewish calendar aligns with uh, the Gregorian calendar every year, you'll hear Jewish people saying, or maybe you've said to a Jewish friend or colleague or family member, Happy New Year. And this is, if you will, one of the Jewish New Year's on the biblical calendar. Rosh Hashanah, it's called, which means the head of the year. But what it's actually called in the Torah is Yom Teruah, the day of the blasting of shofars. Teruah, specifically in the Hebrew, means the blowing of a ram's horn, of a shofar. No other instrument. And for reasons we don't have time to get into today, the, the children of Israel once a year on Yom Teruah are commanded literally all day to hear the blast of the shofar. Yeah. It's Important a wake-up call. Important to God. So this is a, com a commanded uh, day, a day commanded to blow the ram, to, to blow the horn, to blow That's the right. ram's horn, the shofar. That's right. And in the month of Elul on the Jewish calendar, the weeks leading up to Rosh Hashanah, to this Jewish New Year, or the day of the blast of the, the shofar, you're to hear it either weekly or daily, depending on which rabbi you ask. But the idea is you're, you're preparing yourself through hearing this sound, the sound of a ram's horn, to remember that there is a king, and it's not me, and it's not you, it's God himself on his throne, and that he is coming to judge the living so and the dead in righteousness. So a very appropriate day to blow the shofar. That's right. Uh, commanded an invitation, as Ezra said, to those who are not from a Jewish background but are following the Jewish Messiah. Now, I want you to go back and recap yeah. three specific uh, blasts, because right. they each have significance. Right. This on Rosh important. Hashanah, Jonathan, the Jewish community hears three blasts. And one is to remember the kingship of the Lord. It's the blast of a king summoning his people. The second is a military blast, like the leader of an army summoning the army to war. And the third, and this one is these short staccato, da, 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 da. it's the blast of repentance. And the idea of the short, sharp notes are like a, a, like a rending, like you'd tear a garment. And the idea is when we hear that blast during these days of awe on the Jewish calendar, we're to rend our hearts unto the Lord, to, to come to him Beautiful. in true Beautiful, such important meaning. One in particular that I want to—I I just want to uh, focus on for yeah. a moment—and that's the co the coronation of that's the king. Right. You know, it talks about a shofar blast coming from heaven in the Book of Thessalonians. Hmm. That there is a shofar blast that actually summons God's people to Himself, to Yeshua. Now, I'm not going to get into pre, mid, or post-tribulation rapture, but it's a summoning to Him, hmm. and then a return to this to the earth together to establish the rule and reign of the Messiah. Jesus is actually coming back physically to earth, but not to New York or not to Rome, to Jerusalem, and we are going to coronate the king. And I think that blast, that last trump, if you will, yeah. is connected to the coronation of the king. Amazing. It, it, it really is. And that's not one that you blow, that's one that he blows right, right from on back, high. Right back to the beginning Ooh, of the story, tingles. right? The I'm first blast of the shofar that Israel heard on Sinai was from heaven. And this blast that Israel and the nations are going to hear when Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, comes back to rule and reign will be another blast of the I can't think of a better him. reminder the king is coming. That's right. Than to be looking at this and realizing there's a heavenly shofar that's going to be sounded that will summon us together for the coronation of the king. Amen. Now, I know there's a lot more we could talk about, a lot of questions you may have about when and how and all that. Bottom line, though, coronation of the king. That's right. Jonathan, real quick, another one I love also in Leviticus is the sound of the shofar uh, 
officially began the year of Jubilee, when all debts were settled. And that's another thing we can remember. Maybe at home you're feeling weary and heavy laden, not necessarily with financial debt, but with this feeling of things that haven't been accomplished or the prayers that haven't yet been answered. The Lord is the Lord of Jubilee. And when we see or hear the shofar, we remember that he's the one who can wipe the slate clean. Beautiful. Ezra, we, we have just a little time left. Appropriate times and places to blow the shofar for sure. people that are watching. Sure. Well, there's appointed times and seasons in the scripture. Again, an obligation, if you will, for Israel, an invitation to the nations, to believers uh, from the nations of the earth. Specific times on the Jewish calendar, specific times when we need to be called to attention as a people of God, specific times when we need to be called to repentance, and remembering that God is the king on his throne and he's coming to rule and reign. These are appropriate times to hear the sound of the shofar. So, a, a, a heavenly and instrument blown at an appropriate time with a heavenly reality Amen. of a shofar that's going to be sounding to coronate the king. Jonathan, Psalm 89 has a fantastic promise. It says in English, blessed are the people who hear the joyful sound. And the word in Hebrew is actually who hear the blast of the shofar. It's an incredible promise. It's a promise for you. You're blessed if you hear the sound of the shofar and your ears are attuned to the voice of the Lord. It's and it's, it's, it's translated shout. Right. Everybody shout hallelujah, but it's not. It's teruah. Who hear the blast the, of the it's shofar. It's the blast of the shofar. Yeah. What a great reminder that the king is going to be coronated, and his name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus, and he's not coming back to Rome or New York. He's coming back to Jerusalem, and we're coming back with him. So Amen. get ready. Uh, we want to make one of these available to you yeah. this week. Jonathan, the great honor we have is lifting up our voice like the sound of a shofar to scattered Jewish communities in some of the farthest reaches of the world, some enduring very difficult conditions physically. That's what uh, we call Jewish voice. That's right. And we're lifting up our voice, our Jewish voice, if you will, to proclaim the good news to Jewish people and their neighbors. In essence, with our voice, with the gospel message, to sound that shout of jubilee, to say the Lord has cleared your debt of sin and he's inviting you to be reconciled back into relationship with him. And today we want to invite you to partner with us as we're sounding a blast of jubilee to Jewish communities around the world. We, we want to send you a shofar as our way of saying thank you. We also have a book that's right. uh, by our dear friend Harlan Picker, who yeah. really has done a lot of research on the shofar. But it will really unpack the meaning of the shofar more thoroughly than the time that we've yeah. had a lot. We only had a few minutes today, but if you're wondering, what does a shofar blast sound like? And how do I make a noise out of a shofar that doesn't sound like, you know, a ram dying or something? It's all in here, very accessible, easy to read. You, too, can learn how to blow the shofar. Whether or not you blow the shofar, though, it's a great thing to keep at home. Uh, Jewish families and communities all over the world, Jonathan, have shofars in their home. Whether you're hearing it or not, it's a reminder. It's a reminder to me and my family that God is alive and that he's on the move and that he wants to speak yeah, we're to not, us. We, we're not selling these resources. We want to sow them into your life right. as you sow into this ministry and enable us to bring the most important message anyone can hear, Jew and Gentile alike, and that's the gospel. So please get involved today. Here's how. The Bible describes the shofar as the trumpet of the Lord, and its sound could be a warning as well as a wake-up call to all who believe in the soon return of the Messiah. For your one-time gift today of $40 or more in support of Jewish Voice, we want to provide you with your very own ram's horn shofar, direct from Israel, 
Did you know that the shofar is mentioned 72 times in the Bible? It's recognized in scripture as an important instrument that created faith and victory through its powerful sound. Along with your shofar, we will include this informative book, The Shofar, The First Instrument of God's Voice. You'll discover the biblical and historical background of this fascinating instrument and its spiritual significance in worship. Jonathan wants to get this shofar and book into your hands right away as you help us share the gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope. Again, you'll receive the Ram's Horn Shofar and the companion book for your one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jewish Voice needs your help right now as we continue to touch the lives of communities in desperate need of help and in need of the gospel. For your generous gift of $300, we'll upgrade your shofar to this full-size Kudu Shofar. It's beautifully crafted and polished and is ready for you to produce the sound of the Lord in your own home. Make sure to request the shofar package as you support Jewish voice outreaches around the world with a gift of $300. Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel. The good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or you can simply text JVMI to 474747. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are excited to get a shofar into your hands, and we're so thankful for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. We try to leave time at the end of every program to pray for your needs, and I want you to know we have people at Jewish Voice that are dedicated to praying for you by name, to praying for your needs by name, because we believe that God is listening, that Amen. He hears, He answers prayer because He loves you and right. we love you. So right now, we just want to take a moment. We've been getting a lot of prayer requests, Ezra. Sure. There's a lot of people that have, that have been fighting COVID, some cases more severe, sure. uh, but in mostly just uh, dealing with the, uh, the isolation, right. uh, dealing with uh, the loss of jobs, the fear. Right. There's a lot of fear out there. And so we want to take authority over that together. So will you join with me and all of you at home? Yeah. Just believe with us in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name. We take authority over fear. Amen. And we command fear be gone. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. So we break the spirit of fear over you and your family, and we say, come forth. Amen. Come forth out of isolation. Come Amen. forth out of depression come forth out of hopelessness and receive the faith of God to walk confidently and boldly and to take advantage of every opportunity that God is bringing into your life at this time. In the name of Yeshua, we speak life to you and your family. We speak wholeness, we speak provision, and we speak healing to you and your family in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Amen. 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 
Amen and Amen. If you'd like more information about our ministry, you can log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer requests right on the website, and our dedicated team, as I told you, will pray for you by name, will pray for your requests, specifically believing that God will answer your prayer because we believe in the power of prayer, and we care about you. More importantly, He cares about you, and He loves you. As we close our program, I want to remind you that God asks each of us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and then goes on and tells us, may they prosper who love thee. So follow Psalm 122.6 and pray for Israel and the Jewish people this week. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.